Hi, this is Ariel Lopez. And this is Janelle Martinez. And we're the founders of 2020 Shift. And you're listening to the Driven Minds Podcast. This is your guy Travis Weeks. And we have two lovely, educated, um, help me out with, with, with some more of these uh, wonderful adjectives, sir. Oh, oh man, exceptional. Mm. That's all I got. Exceptional. Amazing. All Trailblazers. Right. You know I mean? Absolutely. Of culture. Indeed. And technology. Enriching people's lives with information, resources. Information, yes, I know I said it twice. Hey, hey there's a lot of information to go around. You know what I mean? Exactly. All of it, knowledge. Um, the founder and co-founder of 2020 Shift, uh, Ariel Lopez and Janelle Martinez. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hey, thank you for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. We are um, definitely happy to have you guys on. Um, how I originally met Ariel, I believe, was um, through Anastasia, a friend yes. of mine. And um, this was actually a little, um, probably a little while, a little ways ago, and we were talking about, um, I think we were at a bar, and we were just talking about, like, the tech industry and um, how um, a lot of minorities may not know that there's opportunities there, because when you think te- tech, you're automatically thinking, like, you got to learn the code, you got to do it, it gets kind of complicated, and you kind of, like, share information with me, like, there's more opportunities in sales, there's marketing, and I never even, like, you know, considered that, you know, so that was, um, that was then. And now you're just like everywhere. Like I see the company everywhere. It's dope. Now it's blowing up. I'm like, yo, wow, this is dope. You know what I mean? We got, we got, we got mutual friends. You guys are really out here killing it. So shout out to y'all. Thank you. Thank shout you. out to young black entrepreneurs Word. in the space. That's true. Happen, Absolutely. Yeah. It's Changing the game, I would say. Yes, 100%. Indeed. It's definitely a different time. I don't feel like it's been, maybe I'm, I don't know. I don't feel like it's been like this where a lot of mm-hmm. young millennial women, you know, black entrepreneurs or just totally diverse entrepreneurs really out here just making their own lane and, you know, getting funding and doing deals. I feel like this is pretty fresh, but it feels good, though. Yeah, it Absolutely. does. It does. I mean, I think, yeah. like, tech specifically has been around for a while, but the perception of what tech is has changed, mm-hmm. right? So. We're thinking about like 98, 99, when it was just a white guy in a hoodie hacking or programming away. True, true. You know, tech is very different now because it touches so many other things. Um, So for us, you know, we really try to enlighten people and make them aware of the opportunities that are within tech that are actually a good fit based off off of what they're good at, but also what they're passionate about. and I think that's something, you know, people unfortunately don't really give a thought, a lot of thought to um, because, you know, usually it's just like learn how to code, be a developer and, you know, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, we have the privilege of knowing that there's more to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so through our programming and everything that we do, it's really about educating people about what those positions and those opportunities are. That's tremendous. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. There's a level of visibility that we offer that may not be seen elsewhere. So through social media, that's like a big avenue for where we communicate with 
hills within our you know community as well as sharing of resources and so um, just in speaking about what we do but also in the larger entrepreneurship scope I think social media has really allowed for people to get that inside look as to what it's like to be out here and not just in the tech and digital media space but like what it's like to be an entrepreneur on the day to day and what that entails absolutely so why don't you guys just um, give us some background before we jump into you know the now um, kind of educate us on how you where how you got started um, what was your you know aha moment and you know how that transition to today yeah yeah I mean I think like Janelle and I have very similar experiences mm-hmm. but they're both very different at the same time um, so we actually met at a hackathon mm-hmm. at Tumblr Back in 2013, 20, yeah. 2012, maybe. I think 2013, like it was early. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely some yeah. years ago. Nice. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is that, you know, and I'll let Janelle talk more about her background, but she comes from content and journalism. Okay. Um, so for me, in regards to the tech space, I come from the recruitment and talent acquisition side. Mm. So we both okay. come from like, quote unquote, non-technical sides of the business but both have an understanding of the business. Um, So fast forward to 2014, um, I came up with the idea to start 2020 Shift as a way of letting people know about all the things you can do and not be a developer or not be a coder. Um, So I started thinking of people within my network that could be a good fit for the team um, that not only understood these positions, but actually worked in the space, Mm -hmm. right? I think it was really important for us um, to make sure that we're actually talking to people that are doing the things that people actually want to do from a day-to-day basis. Um, so for Janelle, she was actually the tech editor at Black Enterprise. Um, oh. So she had the opportunity to talk to so many entrepreneurs and founders and professionals in the space that are doing amazing things. So when I came up with the idea, she was definitely one of the first people that came to mind. Um, so we met over drinks, which yeah. I don't want to be known for. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. Okay. I think yeah, I could yeah, guess. Like, I could probably guess what drink y'all was uh, no, sipping no, on. No, no, no. I don't, actually, it was probably like a random. Cocktail. It was like, and it was probably like I feel like I had the sangria per usual. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Maya. Maybe both had sangria. Yeah. Yeah, we were down. We were downtown in Soho. Yeah, uh-huh. Soho. Um, and I remember, like, I knew diversity in tech was about to become mm-hmm. a thing. Mm. Oh yeah, right. Like Google just. How did you know that? You just. Just like I always have like a sense of intuition yeah. right, right, right. when like shit is about to get. Hot She's really good with hot. knowing like forecasting, like yeah. what's about to be like, like economic popping. trends in a way. Yeah. Economic trends and then also just trends in the space. Right. Gotcha. Right? right. So even within tech, like you'll hear about big data or you'll hear about. Yeah content and native advertising like things that aren't necessarily new Mm. but when they come to the forefront in a different light they're seen as new right right, right? so diversity in tech has always been an issue but it wasn't Mm -hmm. until google released their reports when everyone was like oh my god this is way worse than we thought i know it's like what's the percentage it was like I'm oh, like, it was I'm trash. Yeah. Uh, uh, old, well, not old. Terrible. Oh, it got, was like 20. Yeah. It was 2%. If I'm not mistaken, fact check me, but it was like almost 2% for African Americans. Yeah. Maybe wow. inching towards 3% for Latinos. Yeah. Like, wow. it, and also, what people don't necessarily know about those numbers is that that includes not just folks working in different roles like, you know, product or like, 
administration, but like those that are doing more of uh, what's the exact word? Um, like traditional, like, traditional roles. like. Mm-hmm. Office upkeep, like yeah. you know, like administration. Yeah, like right. This um, New York Times article right. from last February. Do- documentation. Eight percent um, of of like the of the graduates, eight percent are Hispanic and six percent are Black that go into um, the tech field, and then mm. wow. mm. the numbers dwindle down after that. Those numbers aren't necessarily represented in engineering. They're the adjacencies, everything that you just mentioned, like mm-hmm. you know. Um, I guess office management, sales, yeah. what have you. So there's an underrepresentation mm-hmm. in that vein. Yeah, Absolutely. and it's just like they're not hiring us, but they're using us, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so absolutely. I would say like one of the for me in terms of like why we started this, it wasn't just to make sure that people are getting access to the education and the skill set that they need to be successful, but also making sure that they're monetizing off of their creations right right. so when i talk about that i always use black twitter Mm -hmm. as an example right so you look at twitter which is only three percent black and it hasn't gotten any better in the last two years which is crazy because black twitter is crazy because when you look look at black twitter black consumers specifically we're talking about 76 percent Wow. Of the consumer base of Twitter, right? right, right. right. It's even argued three percent is the work. It's the base. actual, work and we're also talking right, about right. Black Twitter is Twitter, like straight up. That That's too, true. like That's true. yeah. Is that well? Yeah. They power. We power everything. Right, right. Trends. When you go to like seeing like what is like they now segmented in a different area of trends and all of that. Like we power all of that. And how many times have we seen our friends or just dope Black Latino creatives? Get their quoted. tweet just Pulled, embedded right. in a BuzzFeed post right. or some other outlets post. Now it's used for integrated marketing and they're using it. Right, right, but right. But it's just about the fact that they've created amazing content right, and now right. being monetized without them being included in that conversation. Well, let me, they like, don't even do original posts anymore. Okay. They just, they just take just now. Like right, right. The top 20 tweets from mm-hmm. XYZ or the right. Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, let's talk about right. what do they call it? Not hidden fences. Right? Like, remember how right. that hashtag went right off? Yeah. Because yeah. they disrespect, like, they appropriate the culture and they disrespect it at mm-hmm. the same time. Right? Right, right? right? So for us, that's like extremely frustrating if you're going to steal the creativity of a people that keep your platform alive. Absolutely. Because if we talk about an exodus of a black Twitter, we talk about a Twitter that may not even exist. Yeah. Right. right? right. Because we're on the platform so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember reading an article just about the hashtag alone. We talk about the integration of social media and TV. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is accounted to black influences influencers on Twitter. Like you talk about scandal Dem Thrones, which is like right. Game of Thrones hashtag, right? Right, right? Like, there's a lot of people from from the TV industry that decided, like, you know what? Let's care about social media mm-hmm. because people care about social media. Right. Yeah. But if we didn't, like, we take over the hashtag, mm-hmm. that probably wouldn't have happened. Well, let me ask you a yeah. question. Do you feel like um, it's kind of maybe our own fault in a sense too where we're adopters of these new trends of these new social um software programs but we don't look to or we're not necessarily thinking to be the ones who create these um these things that we use for like you know to be social with 
I mean, I don't want to say that like it is 100% our fault, but I will say that we love to create. We don't necessarily know how to own. Absolutely. So when we talk about ownership, like that doesn't mean just like, okay, yes, you created, but like how do you have conversations with the platform that you're actually utilizing to project your brand and or content out there? Like what do those conversations look like? And I do think that, you know, just by certain maybe situational things we don't necessarily know how to navigate that but i think that we're now getting to a point where it's like okay like we have so many of the content creators that are making this stuff are from our communities right, right, right. so even for example with vine like yes r.i.p vine i think yesterday was the last day <laughs> yeah, to download all your vines but they the crazy thing is people don't know like a year before vine was like done several of their content creators went to the headquarters was like listen we're noticing a dip in our like viewership on Vine, like we have some ideas on how to like actually mm. make things better, and Vine like dismissed it. Mm -hmm. And look at them a year later. So I think yep. we can showcase the fact that like we know how to utilize these platforms, and it's time that the platforms actually recognize that. But I think to the point that Ariel made, like if we do a max exodus of like not using the platform, they'll definitely get a chance to see like how you know big of a, I guess, pool that we have in it. But then also, too, like, straight right. up, like, it's time for us to create our own Twitter. Awesome. It's time for us to Absolutely. create our own mind. Had it's our time own Twitter, to create our own, our own platforms. Like, at this point, yeah, like, mm -hmm. I think we're at, we're at that stage, and it's just a matter of, like, are you willing to ruffle the feathers? Right. I mean, it could have, but, you know, to that point, you don't know what you don't know. Right. 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 So for us, a lot of our conversations, specifically when we're talking to companies about mm -hmm. why they don't hire people, you can't expect people to have an understanding of what you're expecting without them never having touched the field before. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when I say Janelle and I are privileged, it's because we've been in tech and we understand the inner workings. That's only because we landed up here. Like mm -hmm. for me, I dropped out of school. I just moved to New York kind of on a whim. So I didn't know anything about anything. Yeah, I just, from where originally? North Carolina. Oh, so shout, shout out to all that's crazy. Southerners that are listening out A couple of people here. out there. That's what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, when I started, I, I was always recruiting, but I just happened to kind of fall into digital media and technology. And through that, I was able to learn kind of like the background of companies and how they operate and all that kind of stuff and how they hire, um, mm -hmm. but most people don't know that at all. Right, like you right. really can't expect them to, mm -hmm. right? Like I can say I want a data scientist, but how many people in the hood actually even know what data science is, right? right. right. So you can't right, right, just right. put it on yeah. like, black people need to pick themselves up by their own bootstraps. Yeah. And I'm definitely like a Du Bois kind of girl, yeah. right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's on us who are privileged enough mm -hmm. to have an understanding of the inner workings right. and also people that are in the tech space that claim that they care about diversity That's true. to right. get that message out. Like right. if you want to make a, a, a space for yourself, mm -hmm. this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. and this is what we're looking for from you. Right. Unfortunately, that just hasn't really been done right, yet. Right, because yeah. you do operate with the on the level of information that you have. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. That's always been our, I guess, collective struggle. People as people of color, right. it's just that, that the willingness is there, the the talent is there, but the education or just the how to yeah. isn't. Like yeah. Tristan Walker definitely 
Like he he said he didn't even wasn't even aware of what Silicon Valley was. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But how many of us I think were like even for myself? Like I am very blessed to have ended up working my first job post graduating was at Black Enterprise, then worked myself up to be the technology editor there editor there before I was twenty four, and like. I didn't even know that that was tech. I was covering tech. I was having so many intricate conversations with entrepreneurs about the space. Mm -hmm. But if you ask me if I was in tech, I'd be like, I'm in media. You know? I mean, media is tech these days. Like, how many companies? That's true. Mashable, Mashable, all these, you know, companies are tech. Um, Mm -hmm. So even as someone that was primed in that realm, like, I didn't even know that was tech until, like, really being like, Absolutely, that is tech. So for mm. the people that yeah. really don't know, exactly. imagine like, how much of a challenge it is to, like, to actually get in. Right. Yeah. So y'all were having these drinks and y'all come up with this mastermind, but that's like a, um, <laughs> it's like a, 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 a big sense of responsibility you guys put yourself. Like you got, I want to spread this information that you know tech is open for everyone, and yeah. that's something you guys was like, you know what, we're gonna go out there and we're gonna do it. Like, what gave y'all the, you know, what made y'all feel like you, you could accomplish that? Well, I mean, like, it doesn't happen overnight, right? Like, whenever I do these, I always want to, like, paint light to the struggle because I think no one talks about it enough, Mm -hmm. right? So when I met Janelle, I was still working full-time. I was at a consultancy then, and then after that... You were doing tech consultancy? Yeah, I was at a tech consultancy. They did software development and digital design, and I was doing talent acquisition and operations for them. Um, So helping them figure out how to hire better and then also across which departments, what are the types of talent that you actually need. Um, So even before that, I was working with startups and like bigger brands, helping them figure out how do we hire like the right sales or like marketing person. Um, So even after that, I ended up at General Assembly as a career coach. So I always kind of like deemed myself as a coach, but I never really understood what it was like to be a coach until I was actually there. And, like, just kind of, like, guiding people and helping them figure it out. But, like, 2020 Shift was, like, in its infant stage Mm -hmm. when I started at General Assembly. And then when I quit was, like, kind of right before we hit the momentum, which we've been kind of riding for, like, the past nine months. So all of that to say, like, it took a long time. It's not like... We came up with the idea, and I was just like, all right, girl, this and it's is what lit. we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Let's raise five mil. And yeah. like, it's yeah, a yeah. journey. It's, it's such a journey. It definitely is. Because I think sometimes, and this is also credited to social media, people, you know, they see the highlight reel, or they see right. certain snapshots of the journey. But like, yeah, I remember that conversation that we had in 2014 or 2013 to literally in September when it launched to like then a year's mark of like hustling and like working with companies but more so on a events side to then offering the courses and like that's like a two year journey right there and like so it's not like we came out the gate right, with right, like right. this one model yeah. and like this is what we were going with I think kind of evolved as over. it evolves and that's every day. entrepreneurship absolutely yeah, the business model core. always you gotta evolves. pivot you gotta see what works you gotta test you gotta have conversations mm-hmm. you gotta research like there's so much that goes into it and so um for any entrepreneurs out there that are listening like don't think that you come out and like what's your 
first initially proposing is what you're going to end up with because things change and you should allow yourself to be open to that change because your next big product or feature could come from that mm-hmm. 100%. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is like this romanticism of like entrepreneurship that it's just some, um, ah, I, I wake up in the morning and I, you know, just eat my breakfast while I on my MacBook and everything right. just happens and a check just comes and people Maybe pay their invoices on time. Oh, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Garage, you know what I mean? You know. Which is true. You know what's funny? And it's interesting too is also is like, I was talking to my mans about this the other day. It's like, even with failure, like failure is a part of it. You know what I mean? Sometimes with failure, we, we, we fail and it's all like your ego is crushed. You don't know. You can't move left to right, but failure is part of the whole um, success formula. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, uh, they forget that. Yeah, 100%. So what is 2020 shit? So in short, the way I like to put it is that we teach people the skills they need to find a career that they love. Mm -hmm. Those skills just happen to be hybrid skills. So if you question, like, what the hell is a hybrid skill? Um, essentially, it's it's technical yet non-technical. It's a mix of skill sets that I would say the majority of tech companies um, are kind of looking for right now. Mm. So they're not looking for people that can just be developers. They're looking for people that can be developers that have an understanding of UX design and have an understanding of product. They're looking for digital marketers that have an understanding of data analytics, right? Like hybrid right so you're looking for people that have some kind of technical ability but still have like that soft skill and kind of that higher level thinking that's required to build the products and services that companies create on a daily basis gotcha right so the way i like to to put it um is like i think one of the the qualms with tech companies when they're looking to hire is they're always thinking about engineers right like how do we hire more engineers? Mm-hmm. You can hire as many engineers as you want, but then you have a dev shop. You don't have a business, mm-hmm. right? Like Facebook doesn't make money without their sales team, without their marketing team. Absolutely. Sales, um, Facebook doesn't have a product without their product team and their design team, mm-hmm. right? It's like each side of the business is working together mm-hmm. to make this happen. Um, and unfortunately, people just don't understand how all of those sides work together. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, it's really like teaching the fundamental skills within these different fields um, and then also providing people with learning and networking opportunities to kind of get them to where they need to go. Gotcha. Um, so we host a number of events like Office Hack, which you guys know about. Absolutely. Um, so that's a tech crawl that we've been putting on for the Great last event. Two years. I love that event. Thank I really you. do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the idea is like we took, you know, the idea of a bar crawl, but we had t- uh, applied it to I mean, Was that original? Was that that's all y'all? I mean, you, yeah. I mean, I've never yeah, heard of it before. There's never been, like, you, there is no other event that congregates diverse professionals. And I mean, when there were, we talk about the people that were in the room. Like great experience, awesome companies, like that doesn't exist. Absolutely. Say that for sure. Yeah. Right, right. So we're starting to take that on the road now. So we're planning. Oh, that's amazing. The South by version. Nice. Office hack right now. I'll be in South by this year. Yeah. So definitely come through. 
Right. And we're also we're either doing the Bay or the LA version of it in the fall. Super dope. Um, we're doing our first tech conference here in New York at the end of April. What? Um, nice. Yeah. That's then, what it is. Um, it's gonna be at Galvanize, so definitely stay tuned for details on that. Uh, and then also dope. just increasing more of what we're doing, right? So mm -hmm. um, we run these part-time courses. Our next one is actually in partnership with Uber. Um, and it's launching in a couple of weeks. So it's product design. People that go through it are going to have the opportunity to learn kind of the fundamentals of product management, but also UX and UI design, mm -hmm. and then also work on a real-life project for Uber. Um, so Dope. Uber is giving us access to their API, and people are going to have the opportunity to build something either for Uber Eats, Uber for Business, Uber Rush, mm. or Uber the actual app that we use on a day-to-day -day basis, which nice. I think is just super dope. Right, um, right. So for us, it's just like plugging into really cool tech companies that are relevant, that people actually use and care about, mm. um, learning what they need or what qualified looks like for them. Um, and then you know making sure that we get that out to our audience. So right, right. if you want to get a, if you want to get a job at Uber, awesome. You have a better chance of doing that now. Um, but even if you don't, and you just want to be a better designer or a better product manager or learn how to work with your developer in a better way, mm. then you can come to us to kind of learn those skills. That's super dope. Yeah. So that's, right, right. that's See, what we're up to. What's interesting is like you guys like you you know the you know the behind the scenes pretty much of um, what they're looking for. Like you you know exactly what type of uh, workers they need. Uh -huh. So you're able to curate your courses around it and the information you give around that direct information. And to mm -hmm. me, that's what's key. You know what I'm saying? Because there's, yeah. there's a lot of programs out here where, you know, you may get information. You may not even need that information. You know what I mean? The fact yeah. that, you know, you guys have that specific information for what you're trying to get into in the tech field is, is amazing. So shout out to y'all. Thank you. So I wanted to discuss, um, Ariel, your partnership with the White House on the Tech Hire Summit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> let's drink to Friday and the pending doom that we are all facing as oh, a country. Man. You know what? I'm not going to drink to that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> drink to optimism and us coming together yeah. and doing what we're supposed to have been doing. Uh, all right. I'm here for that. Too. I'll drink to that. And I know, like, we know what it's like to be in hard times. Our ancestors have Hell yeah. This should be nothing. Absolutely. This is true. So we're good. I can't say the same thing about our counterparts. Right. We good. Absolutely. Matter of yeah. fact, salud. Let's toast to that. Salud. salud. <laughs> we should be alright. Yeah, we'll be alright. Yeah, right now we're sipping on the finest of grapes. Yeah, and I. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they call finest of a cognac? Makes the conversation yeah. better. Oh uh, yeah, I'm definitely um emotionally detached <laughs> from uh everything that's going on but um yeah, yeah. So you you got a chance to work with um the tech hire summit which is really dope yeah so the white house started something called the tech hire initiative when i say the white house that was spearheaded by president obama hey. who we all OB's. know and love absolutely <laughs> and will miss greatly so smooth man. <laughs> so smoothest man Damn. he really is he's just, i mean just everything yeah he's the man 
you know. Real miss you, Uncle Barry. <laughs> I was hoping that I would see Uncle him too, Barry. but he he wasn't. Oh, you get a chance to. You know, you know, honestly, I was hoping I was lit enough to get an invite to the White House or something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wanted that, but um, it's all good. Oh, so yeah, gosh, definitely. I don't know if you want to go now. Yeah, it's a wrap now. From what I hear, the inauguration ceremony is struggling. Yeah. <laughs> For attendees. I actually heard um, Chrisette. <laughs> I ha- Don't even. I'm gonna have to. You know, Chrisette Michelle confirmed <sighs> to perform. Yo, I mean, somebody gotta perform, man. I mean, but not oh, in that <laughs> But let me play. Let me, let me play you. Yo, all right. Not, not no, to like get off no. on a tangent, right? No, 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 please. I'm gonna just play go, devil's advocate. Go, go, go. I would look like that right here, right? I wanna hear. I wanna like, hear this. It's like, all right, cool. So, allegedly, mm. he don't like black people. And people of is that alleged? Like I, I mean, got, let's pull up my computer for, for right for right now for right now. Like all that evidence. Get is the receipt, but circumstantial. Get my receipt. Get the right receipt, No, please don't pull out any receipts. We're not buying nothing. We're not returning. I have a clip. Those blacks. <laughs> no. Those blacks. My my issue with Trump and a lot of white people also. It's like this misconception that everyone that's black either lives in an inner city right. or is poor. They do stop that a lot. They do say that a lot, which is crazy. That is, right. but like I mean, that. it's right. just like no. And but, then you no, call no. out John Lewis but, and his district in Atlanta, which is one that. of the wealthiest. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. That and was also the sacrifice this this man has made for people. How dare you disrespect? What have you? Fucked you should about? never go at John mean, Lewis ever. Nobody. Don't go at John Lewis. I don't know. He crucified us. He walked on summer. You can't. You know. But let me paint y'all a scenario for Chris and Michelle. Let's just say, right? You got kids. You're an artist. You're not. She don't have no kids. Can you, got, can you fact check that? Damn. Hold I'm on, trying to paint a scenario. Let me paint a scenario before y'all go in. I actually thought about this. Paint the scenario. Check the facts. Check the facts. Let's just say you got kids. You're a performer. Nobody's. Nobody's paying you to perform anywhere. Right? She don't got no singles out there. Right. But has she tried? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Nobody's, nobody's paying her. You know what I'm saying? Nope. She, she's not making any money. She's struggling at this time, at this point, and whatnot. And yeah, somebody she, comes in that, oh, can change, <laughs> that can change your life to support you and your family and say, like, yo, I'll give you $100,000 to perform. Do you sell your soul? Soul, your soul, exactly. Every, Every, check, is soul. Soul. Every check is not a good check, so, and right. that's in life. Not. Every Hold check on. is so, not a good so check. Her, so her performing at Donald Trump's inauguration says what? It says, you it's the same thing it's that people, constant. and I don't know why this is a phenomenon, people are like, oh, I voted for Trump, but I didn't vote for the defunding of Planned Parenthood. I didn't yeah. vote for the wall so that's now on Congress to be built right. in Mexico. If you vote for someone, you you agree yeah. and with you their co-sign with their ideals. Let me attempt to bring this full circle. Okay. So, okay. And let's let's say hypothetically, in the next nine months, 2020 shift is lit. You know, hitting all the earmarks that you guys have, you know, wanted to hit, and a project comes around you, comes across your desk from the White House to train 20 new employees because they have some type of you know tech initiative that they'd like to. So, what what are you are you not going to train these individuals? If it's coming from Trump, no. Right. And I also want to say, yeah, like on some real, like, what we will say is that we will forever stick to our. 
It's a blank check. They're like, we don't know how much it would cost and to what, train it doesn't, these it doesn't individuals. Matter. It doesn't matter because there's no cost. So to Janelle's right. point, not every check is a good check. And I definitely want to make this point, especially for entrepreneurs that are listening, that are thinking about fundraising, specifically looking into VCs. Um, mm-hmm. Not everyone gets your business. That's not everyone right. understands the vision. Right. Not every right. investor is a good investor. Just Absolutely. because they have the money to give Absolutely. doesn't mean they're the right fit for you or for the business that you're trying to build. I agree. So whenever you make a decision, especially when it comes to um, financially, mm-hmm. you really need to keep that top of mind. Like, what yeah. is the purpose of what I'm doing? Right. And how does this make sense within that? Outside of the cultural yeah. rhetoric, where's the lie, though? The lie that for like Trump, I'm just saying, like outside of outside of that aside, because people yeah. have only paid attention to largely to the the cultural disparaging remarks. Yeah. Right. Outside of that, like if we could put that in a box and throw that on the corner. Yeah. Where is I the wish lie? We could. But also to it is that not enough? He's a lie in his. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 because 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 think because like, think about it. Listen, outside of outside of the credentials, if we want to go through his credentials, credentials like, business wise, I mean, look at his business. Like he's been, he's questionable and unqualified. He's American though. Like we've always run the country on a deficit. That's number one. Two, outside uh, of a outside, deficit, but he inherited a hundred and million a right. hundred million dollars when he was born. I'm sorry, but I don't know what operating at a deficit is right. if right. I'm inheriting right. 100 million. It means you pay half your bill this paycheck. And this is a man that still doesn't want to give proof of his taxes, oh, no. right. which is another issue, right? right? Like for me, and it goes right. bigger than black and white. And I talked to Janelle. I about wish this I could learn how to do taxes day. like Donald Trump. Shoot. Honestly, I will yeah. say if you could, you could probably live like the one percent that choose to do the same thing. And like bankruptcy is not that. just a, a thing; it's a loophole. Yeah, there's advantages to that, but I think that like at the end of the day, his mission, like his personal mission, right, right, his personal mission and what he stands for, does not align with what we stand for. Absolutely. What do we stand for? We stand for diversity, inclusion, opportunity. Mm. This man does not know what opportunity is unless it was handed to him. The pursuit of happiness, which I also don't think he truly understands, right? And even down to what being an American is, which is why the immigration thing pisses me off. Absolutely. No one is a true American. Mm. Except for the ones they killed. Yeah, and took their land. And... Now they're just trying to figure it out. Facts. Shout out to our Native Americans Straight that up. are listening to this podcast as well. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, he, I mean, and then he's married to someone that that's an immigrant. Like, it's just it's a so much about it. It's the class, so and he classic. just doesn't make sense. I kind of, I'm a friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of things that are I think people would be logical. more so upset that her English isn't too hot. Nah. No, I, I got family members whose English, English is not too hot. Like, Right. That don't have nothing to do with it. I think it's like, again, he's willing to bypass. If, if First of all, and this is where the cultural, racist, and ethnic diversity comes into play. She is Russian, so white. Immigration is constantly framed. No, it's not. I will let No, I'll, just, just the, the cultural. That's another Yeah, I was going to say, because I will get, um, what's that genetics company in here to give her 
a little sample. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, because my thing is like at the end of the day, like why is immigration painted as a largely Latino issue? And I have I take great offense to it is because like I would not be here. My parents are immigrants to this mm, country. Right, right. Like I was in, I was born here, but like my parents were not. And there's a lot of hardworking individuals that are immigrants to this country, but constantly and it's not I won't even just limit it to to Trump. This country does this a lot when it comes to like immigration. It's like, oh, if it's Latinos, if it's folks coming from Africa, India, then it's a problem. But when it's not from Eastern Europe, it's something else. You know what I'm saying? So right, right, right. we got to change largely though, about over that. the last couple hundred years because there was a time when people were coming from Ireland and absolutely, and, and they were treated Germany and they were treated the way, the way that you exactly. know what I'm saying because they. And and it's like that though. I think I think la- largely. I mean, outside of the the, the cultural pangs and, and and hardships of mm-hmm. understanding different cultures, is the fact that America is the greatest country on the face of the planet because you can come here with one suitcase mm-hmm. and work hard and take advantage of opportunities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pull yourself up to the point where. You can provide opportunities for other people of your of your culture and people yes. who are not of your culture as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would definitely. So that's 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 largely. I think I think the idea now is that there's only so much opportunity mm-hmm. out there for individual and this group of individuals because they weren't treated fairly previously now have the advantage over other individuals, mm-hmm. but. Honestly, yeah. all that aside, it's a lie. Like you, there's no such thing as there's just this amount of opportunity. Like the mm-hmm. opportunity abounds. Absolutely. I think that yeah. the possibly the remedy to that is to extend the opportunity to and have a a conversation globally on how to be able to you know get people to thinking on a on a level of you know because we only capitalism really only truly exists here. Are you go to China? Not really. I mean, I was. I would Russia. argue that it exists elsewhere. <laughs> I think you to, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, can't say I think the nature of what it exists. No, no, no. Capitalism like largely exists here. I mean, it's more bountiful here, but I think truly exists here. Because I mean, Europe, like, we're relatively a new. No. We're relatively new in the there. scope of of Europe. Yeah. London. I mean, not London. Like um, France. And all, like, we are new compared to them. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? We came after. But I also think, too, to your point about immigration, when you get here, that's when the scope changes. Think about the process it takes to get here. So many people are not even granted the opportunity because in their respective country, only a certain... Oh, trust me. I have family that literally came here in the innards of a truck. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, let's not, Allegedly. you know. Friday, they might. Allegedly. <laughs> they might hear this. Pull up on you. I mean, uh, but I will have a conversation with DACA. No, but, anyway. uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Like, it shows, like, how great this country is in painting the opportunity. And once you're here, you have the opportunity. But, like, if you're not granted that, you know, and even waiting for that, like, 
right, right. Difference. Well, I and I know I like. I disagree, man. I think the I think the opportunity comes into community, and that's another thing that we struggle as people of color. Community, yeah. Again, that's a big by and large, say. the world over, like mm-hmm. our communities have been destroyed fundamentally, mm-hmm. like even yeah. down to the language. You know what I'm saying? Down to even things yeah. like you know you have people of of Hispanic or Latin descent that don't speak the language. Like that in itself prevents you from developing community, because if you look at yeah, people of, with, of well, Asian thing. descent, or you look at people from European descent, right. like they come, they 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 they'll stay in twenty of them in one house, and then they'll save right. money by another house before they'll you die. know they own the block. Before yeah. you know and they I agree with you on that. They vote yes. in blocks, so. Yes. If if there's an issue, they have the a collective five thousand voices or five thousand votes. Like, nah, right? It's not gonna rock that way. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you on that, but I will say I just have to clarify as far as like the Latino angle. Not every person from Latin America speaks Spanish. You know, like Pardon people me. speak Portuguese. Portuguese. They speak mm-hmm. numerous other languages that are not yet documented by their respective countries. So that's also why marketers have issues I'm sorry I just have to note this but like marketers have issues noting how to even speak to the Latino market but what I will say I agree with you 110% the level of community like once you're here like how are we circulating the dollar right well, the, uh, the, you know the thing that that you owe us an answer to a question you started this snowball <laughs> <laughs> I believe well, Trav asked you about who, what was it the White House yeah the White House Ellie, so. no you were the one that was <laughs> that's a lie. I was answering the question you know, but no I'll, but before we even go back to that I do okay. um um, even the Chrisette Michelle question, like I do actually agree with you yeah. guys, right? As far as like, um, not all money is good money. My whole my problem with Donald Trump Chrisette, is Chrisette, I loved your first album, girl. You don't have you got to a do beautiful this. Voice, absolutely. My whole problem money. with Donald Trump really is it's come down to something. I feel like he is uh, an egomaniac, right? And I believe your ego is always leads to your demise. That's yeah. just how I feel. Because you could tell he's egomaniac, just depend showing that you know there's no inclusion in his in his policies and in his um. And um, the people he selected for, you know, his um, Congress positions. Like, it's crazy, right? So, I honestly think that's going to be his desire, demise, the fact of his ego. You can see the difference in, like, Obama, how he treat his team, how he treat his staff, how he treat people who, you know, who've, um, who he believe has done great things. Even from that last, I don't know if y'all caught that, um, the Joe Biden, Joe Biden when he gave yeah. him another freedom. Oh, man. Did you, did you watch the, Joe the romance of Biden and Obama? Amazing. I, I really, really missed that, but like yeah. just the emotion, like that it's was crazy. just because he got the medal. Right. That was because of who awarded him that. Like exactly. In the perspective of like that's talk about brotherhood. Exactly. I love and that's the white man. That's a black man. Yeah. But I paid. I paid attention right. to anything. I've really paid attention right. to what Joe Biden said. Like. I, I really like what he said about Obama it kind of proved everything I needed to know fully about him you know what I mean just as far as like his heart as far as his integrity because you're in that seat where you know you have to make these really life or death questions yeah. and your judgment has to be on par your your integrity has to be high you have to really make these these um fine answers to problems that nobody else can you know yeah. what I'm saying so the fact that he, he even said that and how he said that I was moved. You know what I mean? Let's and, uh, remind people that the presidency that. is not sitting on the board at a nonprofit. Exactly. Like, you know, can we right? talk about how Trump is completely unqualified? Like for me, it's not even a matter of black and white, right? right? Regardless of all the insensitive things that Trump has said, and mm-hmm. he said a number of them, 
for me, it's about humankind, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about us as a country, mm-hmm. regardless of creed, religion, Absolutely. ethnicity, whatever. Absolutely. Like, is this the is this the person that's going to kill us all, right, or right. bring us justice? And right, unfortunately, right. it's looking like the former right now. Like, it's I just don't. It's crazy because if you even see the numbers after, which is I don't know if people paid attention the to Google numbers. No, the numbers after Trump um, won the presidency, like hate crimes have went up. Oh, like a lot of people, and it's and it's rumbling. Like we were talking people about paying attention. Like the election, don't the way let your the president stop. get your ass beat. <laughs> okay, and just let you know that right now. <laughs> let him do it. <laughs> you know what let him get you in your bag. It's just like people now. Now they feel, they feel so validated. Right. 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 Like, like it him, gave them the him winning justified gave them the platform. a lot of people's right. BS. These right wing. Like, I never even saw thought. Trump Pence bumper stickers throughout the entire campaign. Mm. As soon as he was elected, yeah. I started seeing yep. Trump Pence bumper stickers popping up yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's not unpop it's unpopular to be hateful. Mm. But now that this man is supposed to lead our country, it's now popular to be hateful. So which, people no longer, like, now they have a green light. Which is crazy. To do all the racist right. and sexist and whatever other types I don't, I don't of believe things they felt like doing. All of his, they, all of his supporters are racist. No, they're not even saying that. I believe, I believe, because I truly believe that there's, here's the thing about, about American life or just life in general. Everything is reactive, mm-hmm. right? So, Slavery happened, um, Jim Crow happened, many different um, uh, nationalities and cultures have been marginalized in this country outside mm-hmm. of you know what we consider whiteness, the ideology of whiteness, right? So the, the powers that be had placed laws um, and, and different processes to make sure that in the future, because th- you got to think about it. Whenever laws are passed or something's amended in, in the in the Constitution, what have you, you're not really going to see it in your lifetime. Like, all of this is really intangible. It's all ideology. So you yeah. literally have to wait for a generation to die out yeah. before things can kind of roll out the way they're supposed right. to. Right. But the only so thing... Now, hold on, wait, real quick. Mm-hmm. So now we fast forward to this time where you have individuals who... And, and this, is, this isn't even like a, a cultural question. You have individuals who... Like, um, what, what's the guy that made bowling for Columbine? Uh, Michael Moore. His father worked at, uh, what was it, um, Ford? Mm-hmm. The, the Ford Motor Plant. Mm-hmm. Was able to send all three of his children to college, stay-at-home wife, new car, new car in the driveway every three years, you know, right up the, right up the production line. Mm-hmm. And now those jobs have left. Yeah. And they've gone overseas because the, the the board realizes that okay we have to pay these taxes in um, healthcare we have to pay this we have to pay that it's gonna be cheaper to manufacture these cars abroad mm-hmm. so a lot of these individuals they they they're in their mind they're like okay well he's he's saying all right you know they're bringing crime and all this other stuff all these other races but really and truly they're like yo I remember growing up in my town. Everybody was wasn't they were well off. They weren't poor or rich. They were just well off, middle yeah. class. And it's not here anymore. And here's this guy saying like, "Yo, 
I'm gonna There's bring no back way he jobs. can bring the middle exactly. class back. No, 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 There's no, no, no way he can bring these jobs back. Sorry to the blue collar. You voted There's absolutely, if anything, there should be training for like so, like how to develop solar panels, yeah. right. you know, like how to move towards clean energy. Right. Okay. Like that's really the answer. That's yeah. solutions. But he's not bringing them shit Hold on, you have to understand right. though that uh, the, the voting right. populace at large, like you take it for granted that you live in a metropolis city where information is changed on a daily. Like you can Man. walk down New York City a New York City street, and if you keep your ears open, you might hear a crazy stock tip. Mm-hmm. You might hear something, you know, right. that that could advance your life. These individuals only know, and they're programmed to know what they see on television. Here's the thing: I come from the South, right? So if we're talking about a, a, a culture of people that don't know as much as they should. It doesn't come down to, oh, my God, the Mexicans are taking our jobs. Right. It's coming down to, I don't like Mexicans, and I want them out of our country. Like, let's and not that's say... That's more human. Let's that's not, not But that's what decided this election. Yeah, that's, let's not skate around and, and yo, the issue. Yeah, he it really did tap down. down. He tapped into that. Really no, it doesn't that. come down because that's economics of things. No, no. He doesn't economics of But when we look at the numbers, it was clearly indicated that people voted the way they did, in particular white women, because they were tired of seeing the shift in turn of how the country was going because of Obama, which that translates into black and brown folks having too much power. positions of power. Period. That's what it boils down to. Period. I'm I'm honestly, I'm not in the space to think of. Because even from an economic perspective, right, we're talking about blue-collar workers. Shout out to anyone that may be listening right now. I'm glad you guys got internet. But if we're talking about them, if we're, I don't really care. No right shade, now. Yo. If we're talking about them, right? We're talking about voting for a person to where you now will not be able to make overtime if you right. make less than $45,000 a year. The majority of the people that fall in this blue collar column make under $45,000 a year. Mm. Trump is only giving tax breaks to pe- people that are making six figures, right. which don't work in factories. They run them right. and never see them. Exactly. Right. So exactly. even if you're talking about financially, you still voted for the wrong damn person. And good luck to you. You're questioning why your health care is about to go because you voted for the person that doesn't have a better plan and still hasn't explained right. what he plans to replace. Hey, yo, and then, then let him get away with murder. Like he didn't have to explain he gets shit. Away with everything. There's no plan. There's no logic. He's like, yo, I'm gonna do it. I can do it. I'm the best. What do you What do you be saying? I know. I know the best people. I'm. Yeah, but that's how white privilege works, and also. But I will say this, it's arrogance, but the level at which, and as a woman, this is what constantly sits with me, is that whether you like Hillary or not, when we think about qualifications, let's put her... Secretary of State, Senate for decades, exactly. been in but the government yet, for years. Absolutely. Couldn't win this position. Because she's not swaggy. 
Because she's a woman. No, it she's a woman. Shit. You think it came down to her being? I don't believe that. I think a little. Everything has everything to do with it. I think it was Bernie. If it was Bernie, if it was Bernie, we would have had a different election. Jill wouldn't have won. There's no other woman that would have won. So you're trying? You don't think America is ready for that? No, they showed us that they didn't. They, when it comes to women, they're so willing. Even women, this is the shit that really bothers me. Yeah, that was even crazy. Women white women were willing to put white, white women over being a womanhood, woman. period, and choose whiteness. But you're honestly, and male let's keep it being honest. She didn't really the, communicate the, the person to the you want to be president, though. Yes, I would have over Trump. About Hillary. And like, honestly. I don't even cut this part out. Over Trump, though? Absolutely. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, have you seen her record, though? Like she a political record is shady. Who has a political record that is not shady? The, the definition of Obama. being political. Yo, honestly, I was waiting for Bernie to keep it above me. I voted for Bernie. Everybody wanted Bernie too, but he is so honest. But he got his deathbed, honestly. He is. But honestly, I fucked with Bernie. I really feel like. Hillary definitely had a problem with communication. Like, she just didn't have the thing that made American people... Want, uh, she didn't have that appealing factor. It's because she was a woman down to her being she was a, a woman. woman. A period. You don't feel that way? That's what? a possibility. she might have catered and painted a little bit too much to minorities? Absolutely not. No, no she There's didn't. enough of us that question her, she period. She actually messed up quite a few times with when yeah. it came to Black Lives Matter, specifically. She, um, I'm your abuela. All kinds of... You don't think Elizabeth Warren would have won? Oh, I know who you're referring to. Why not? Because I don't think she's respected. America, she has a great... quote unquote, is ready for a woman president. Not. Because if it was about, they know who she is. if it was about they a woman, if I know who she is, they know who she is. Hillary was that. Absolutely. We're not talking about someone that decided. Like she was Sarah definitely qualified. Right, right, that decided. Right. Oh, today I want to be a politician. Hillary, Hillary has lived this since for I don't know since she was seventeen, and who knows uh, how old she is now. Right. Like it's, it's not a matter. It's not a matter of black and white. It's not a matter of who's wrong or right or who's qualified right. or not. Because if it was about who's qualified, right. Trump wouldn't be president. Right. Right. The reason that Trump is president is because this country has a lot of issues right, right. that doesn't want right. to own up to. Yep. Definitely, and the fundamental progress. of those issues has a lot to do with racism yep. mm-hmm. and classism yep. that they don't want to admit to right now. I think and white supremacy and race. Race, those are inter- the, there's intersectionality, and, and you cannot yeah. separate class and race. Awesome. Honestly, when it comes to even white people that don't have like economically are not at a disadvantage, look still at what the neighborhoods more. still make more. In. They're still making more, and also they're oftentimes looped in with folks of color. Like I don't believe class, and when it comes to identity, class and race cannot be removed, just as gender cannot be removed. Like those things are just intertwined. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So diversity in taking the White House. I know. I was like, I need a thing because we can go on about this for a minute. Oh, I didn't even remember that. I didn't even know we were going today. I was like, yo, excellent segue. If y'all want to get real, we can get real. Yeah, we got a little real. I'm not mad at that, though. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, keep it funky one time. Shout out to the, you know, the new leaders of uh, culture and information. Ariel and Janelle, you know, but um, <laughs> who's gonna be the no. Malcolm X of today, not the little Uzi Vert? Who? That's a fact. Who we are calling hey, yo, you know on crazy? you right now? I know, I know a few. I know a few good brothers. You know what I mean? My, my revolution is always into into <laughs> no. building up my community, but I know a few good brothers yeah, who have a talk. You know what I mean? Revolution right now is an internal. My revolution is definitely through my actions, but uh, there's right. also some people and who that's uh, appreciate it. You know what I mean? That. 
They definitely. There's also people that like people. We're not. That's the thing with community. We got to come together and give these people the platforms, man. Like these people with right? amazing voices. Together, the same thing. Like they 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 killed Charlemagne for talking about. You know when he came on Twitter and was like, yo. Uh, oh like, yeah, he was talking about, about the, the Tammy, Tommy, yeah, Lorraine. Tommy Lauren. Like, you're like, yo, why don't y'all? See why y'all had to come? With Damn, that? no, 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 because no, you know, know what? That was from a level of ignorance. There are so many black women that use Twitter, even though they don't own it. They but use they it not to popping, share their voice. Who? Who? That's what I'm asking. Name who? Like who? No, but if you want to name Jamila Lemieux, Jamila, I love Jamila. From Ebony, who's now an interactive one. Also, the woman that has Oscar but I'm saying so nobody she literally Lee Daniels is though? answering to her. You know the hashtag. Look it up, bro. Yes. Is the community he behind her, her the name. way Tammy Laura's community is behind her? Though? Well, nah, guess what? This is a not, woman. They not rocking. But you know what? Life. Also, you can't negate white privilege from that. Sure can. What that got to do with anything? Come on now, accessibility. Yeah. Okay. Like you can't. We can't. So well, we just we talk. All right, time out, time out. You can't. You can't say accessibility, but we just got done talking about Black Twitter. Right, but guess what? It's we don't have who, has, who has the jobs at Twitter? Right, and who also and that's, has the platform? And that's the accessibility. We own it. We own the content, yeah, but we, we also don't get back into it, you know. Okay. All right. We, we're, we're gonna, gonna, gonna have to have table this part. We're gonna have a part yeah. two. Yeah, we have a part two to this right. because yeah. we have so many things to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hennessy and politics, yeah. But to, <laughs> but to, to, and that actually right. should be a round table. Yo, Hennessy and politics is pretty. We should, it is. should actually. It is a good something one. to propose. Someone Hennessey. needs to talk about post Friday. Um, actually, that's a great podcast. Yeah, and like you invite us back on. I'll get have some influencers out here, and Absolutely. we can get some influencers. We get a roundtable going. I want to get who's this. performing for Trump. Anyone out there that is planning on attending the inauguration, performing, or just attending, oh, please shoot us a note because we want to talk to you. Yeah, I know. We know people. We have we'll, questions. We'll take some Twitter questions and all that. Oh, awesome. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As but, long as they don't start rolling back the medicinals, I'm good. Oh, right. God. Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, <laughs> um, we, so we're sitting right now with um, well, I think everybody at this table. We're doing their part. But um, um, definitely you guys are doing your part to like uh, spreading that information for people in our community to definitely level up, you know, we'll definitely find different opportunities. So, you know, we appreciate y'all and we want to thank you guys again for uh, coming on the Driven Minds podcast. How we conclude though, we always ask everybody because, you. you know, Driven Society, um, it's all about what drives you, right? Um, what makes you wake up in the morning, do what you do, pursue your dreams, pursuing your goals. So we want to ask both of you, you know, you first, Ariel, what drives you to get up in the morning, do what you got to do, build out your company, um, see your visions being realized. What's that motivating factor that keeps you going? Being broke. Mm. <laughs> That's one of the realest. How real is that? Like, I don't know a lot of people that have been truly broke, but as someone that has, that is enough to wake you up every morning. That's a fact. Right? Like, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship, um, I think we always ask ourselves our question, like, why are we doing this? But then the other question is, like, what else will we Mm. <laughs> right? yeah. It's just like I if I wasn't doing this, then what the hell else would I be doing? Mm. Um, for me, I probably would still be working, and there's nothing wrong with working. Um, I'm definitely one of the people that kind of hustled my side hustle for a good amount of time mm -hmm. before I finally took the leap to do entrepreneurship full time. 
But even in that, you know, it's just, it's different. It's very, very different. Different risks. Um, just the day-to-day is different. Everything is totally different, right? Um, but for me, I think, you know, I've been, I've gone through times where it's been rough mm-hmm. and it hasn't been an ideal situation for me. Right. So now, even though I still have rough times, I think back to those times. Um, And I think, you know, if you've hit rock bottom and you've bounced back before, then you can do it again. Absolutely. Um, So for me, that's kind of like the the foundation of what keeps me going. Nice. Um, And my motivation is just to be better than I used to be. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. I think for myself, um, I'm very much so, I think of like a collective and like my family is really a big motivator for myself. I think I mentioned earlier them um, immigrating to this country, coming with nothing. Like, they very much so look at the dream realized through myself. Mm. And I think for my, like, it is me at the end of the day, but um, to be able to, like, be an agent of change, to Mm. be able to, like, make my own rules, and to really, you know, play the game, if you will, um, and give back. I think for me is is really important and I I think without a doubt my parents my grandparents Mm. um, they really are like the motivation for me because even now like I have family that live so different from how I live Mm. they live back in Honduras where my family's from and like it's crazy I'm saying like I mean outhouse life so to be able to be in America and to be able to like live and manifest dreams that they can't even imagine like Mm. that to me is really important um so that's that's my main motivation and honestly giving back like to be able to provide people with opportunities that they didn't even see for themselves Mm. that's really fulfilling that keeps us going um so i think those are like the main main reasons that's beautiful that's beautiful where can we find you guys on the social Oh yeah, um, at twenty twenty shift. That's S H I F T two zero two zero S H I F T on everything. Google us. You can find us on our website twenty twenty shift dot com. Um, on social, that's it as well. Right. Definitely, shout out to the course that we have coming up in a few weeks. Product design in partnership with Uber. Nice. So if you are a designer, if you are looking to get into products have any interest in it like definitely sign up for the course it's gonna be dope and then personally you can find me it's basically just ariel lopez on those things Mm -hmm. i added an exo on twitter no on instagram (laughs) and on snapchat because my name is apparently pretty popular um and i think for janelle it's janelle m M rice Rice. yep on twitter and just janelle m Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice. We want to thank you guys for coming by. Uh, thank you. Sharing thank you. Your, yes, indeed. History, your knowledge and some of your profound commentary on the American <laughs> political experience. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, that was great. Um, but like we always say, it's time. Hold up, hold up. One thing, real quick. Um, February 11th, we have the Reserve, another yes. creative marketplace pop up event. Our series well, continues. 
it's lit. It's yeah, a lot of fun, amazing. guys. Definitely needs to come through. Absolutely. It's the first one of the year. They were there actually last year giving out Henny oh, shots. Yeah. So you never know what you're going to get yes. this one, you know? Hey, we may do that again. Let's do that. We may do that a second time. Absolutely. You never know, you know? Yeah. So you guys might no. want to pull up. You know you have to pull up. You Absolutely. You can um oh yeah you can uh, RSVP at early at the reserve BK dot eventbrite.com. Shout out to ah, Brooklyn. Indeed. Hey. Brooklyn. All right. Stay driven, y'all. Yes. Stay driven. All right.